0: So, let's relax for a moment <laughs> well i get to the formal piece in a little while i'll just uh, uh give you a perhaps an informal introduction so can everyone hear me okay can you hear me at the back right so Welcome to the Dhamma. Welcome to the process of reorientation. And reorientation often means, begins with disorientation, means you feel sort of what's going on, it jolted around, suddenly moved into a different configuration, Uh, traveling from a distance, you may have come from another country may not even be familiar with the culture Mm. so there's all kinds of disorientations that mount up and then suddenly your lifeline to the outside world the mobile phone removed cut off bereft (laughs) (laughs) and so on and we're also keeping precepts night eating in the evenings Uh, some of you may be familiar with this not Conversing, yeah. So you start to see how much you know how much these uh, things become normalised, you know. Like, so you know, and you feel you disoriented because you're not used to talking to people and doing things in a particular way that you're used to. Familiar place, and you've got a strange room, you've got to figure out. Where do you put your socks, and where do you put this, and how does that work, and what does that switch do, and how to get to the hall, and what's going on, and where do I sit, and you know, all this sort of thing. So there's that door disorienting, and sometimes the system starts to just contract, it's like a reflex, <coughs> it's like a certain panic, like, oh, hold on, yeah, yeah. Because we feel like, a, like someone who's, who's lost their moorings. You know. And even myself, you know, I've been travelling for a, a while, I've been in India for about uh, nine days. And if you want to experience disorientation, just go to India, you'll know exactly what that means. <laughs> Everything is going a different way, at different speed. Uh, and it all kind of works somehow, you have to really get quite a uh, uh, certain, you know, loosening up occurs. Yeah. But then it's so important to have a central mooring post within that, you know, so we're not looking at disorientation as being a goal, so much as just the disconnect from our normal world, mm-hmm. the normal Ways, their normal personalities even their normal connections <coughs> not because these are wrong but just you know realize these are very dependent circumstances change people come and go you know? we find ourselves in different places our state of health varies you know? and we can't always depend upon these things things break down electricity blows, cars don't work, things go strange. So the point of this is to find an orientation that will really take you through birth, ageing, separation, joy, despair, death, (laughs) that's going to stay there when everything else is moving and changing, and this is what we call Dhamma, and it's worth it. Yeah. because it's something that is more uh, lasting uh, Dhamma is, has several uh, levels to it but the ultimate level of Dhamma, of Nibbana, of the unconditioned means there's no, there's no fear, there's no anxiety, there's no need to hold on there's nothing to defend, nothing to acquire yeah, so that's the, the ultimate security, Kema, it's called ultimate security. But, you know, we begin with uh, conventional securities. Uh, first is Sila. We make an agreement, understanding to look into our hearts, understand, you know, that to have particularly have a group of people together, don't know each other. Uh, we may go through different moods and feelings, emotions. Very important, we have a sense that we feel safe and um, and what we and we also to cherish something rather beautiful. The quality of cedar is likened to a flower. So it's not a padlock, but Strapping you down, but something that uh, blossoms in your heart. It's essentially a quality of deep respect, and mutual respect, and sensitivity. It's called conscience and concern. So, there we have the uh, eight precepts that's the outward form of it but the inward quality is much wider and more subtle and more profound the sense of self-respect and respect for others Uh, respect means um, non-harming non-comparing non-judgment indulgence, or intoxication, not seeking things from others, not rejecting you know, movements against these inclinations um, that human beings are very susceptible to and as we see in the world around us largely this quality of deep respect is very rare indeed and much of the world operates around conflict mm. yeah. and these are human beings who mm. have lost something precious and sila virtue, integrity, mutual respect is considered to be something that uh, you cherish because it makes you feel centered you respect yourself you have some understanding of the emotions and impulses that happen for human beings with regard to other people, other creatures, possessions, belongings um, and you say, no, just restrain. Mm. and you have a sense in which you also uh, accrual to yourself or deceitful to yourself mm. harsh to yourself mm. or casual, you don't really take yourself seriously you're cheap in yourself mm. Mm. so there's a sense of honouring and value, something precious here Chitta, heart, awareness, mind only precious to be looked after yeah. so we orient around that of course the three sila is the first of the three great trainings sila, samadhi, meditation deepening, calming, rearranging the way the mind operates mm. free from obsession, worry, doubt, restlessness, aggression, passion mm. freeing it is cultivation and vanya, <coughs> cultivation of understanding, discernment, clarity and these three support each other so Sila without real depth and without understanding just becomes a series of rules and obedience, which is feels heartless. But when we understand it and we deepen to, into our hearts to realize the qualities of our conscience, sensitivity, concern, self-respect, self well for others, and you think, oh, this is not harsh, or not cold. This is sensitive, yeah. and you develop it. You can see that you can develop a. That it fits in with mindfulness. You're mindful of how you affect others. You're mindful of how other people can see you or be affected by you. Mm this is just nature and we, we check that so obviously here one of the big features for human beings all beings is sexual orientation uh, this is right across the board everybody experiences this well 90% do and so we so say let's just keep the, the, anything that's got a sexual possibility in it putting it to one side even if it's not a personal concern it could be a concern for other people we go well covered move modestly and generally separate men and women this is the kind of standard that we use clearly it's just a way of of, uh, generating particular respect and sensitivity Sometimes people don't feel comfortable sitting. Women don't feel comfortable sitting in a bunch of men, and then vice versa. So we just okay. Keep it cool. Mm. So you develop, look with understanding, with compassion, and with goodwill. Yeah. Zeela is the first uh, quality, or one of the great qualities that reminds us when living in a mutual uh, experience. We always affect others, we're affected by others, we appreciate others, we feel threatened by others. We're always, other people are a big part of what our life is about. And so in accordance with the sense of respect, there's also the sense of warmth. And uh, you know sensitivity towards others, the quality of goodwill, and goodwill towards yourself. Now clearly, without the conversational ways in which we uh, try to establish friendliness and goodwill we, greet each other, we talk, we have a meal together, we walk together, and so forth, and we're putting that aside, then you can first of all feel very strange. You know. And you can start to think, oh that person doesn't like me, or, you know, everybody's looking at me or <laughs> you know, this person over there has got some obsession with me and just the mind starts to create these hallucinations. people can experience this Most retreats I teach people, quite a few people feel that other people don't like them because we don't do the gestures but then sometimes people don't like you (laughs) but whether you do like people or don't like people it's just to suspend that and say well just imagine that people like you because it's better than imagining they don't (laughs) (laughs) because you don't know but what you can know is your mind imagines things a lot of the time a lot of the time you're living in your own self-generated or karmically generated uh, psychological bubble Yeah. And just see that, recognize that. Mm-hmm. Here it is. And we don't have to fight with it, we just acknowledge that. And here we are. we are. Nobody's attacking me, nobody's cursing me. Dhamma is offered. Yeah, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but you've got a room for the night, your own place. Food is offered. Take it easy, breathing in, breathing out, here we are. And you can sometimes feel in the retreat these waves running through them. I can't stand it, I can't stand it, another moment, I've got to get out, i got to get out and mm. wave. Yeah. Everybody goes through this. Yeah. It's, it's The mind is disoriented so it starts to go a little bit strange but if you see it through the mind begins to calm down and this is where you clear these karmic um, obsessions, patterns not through not having them but through seeing them, witnessing them, letting them arise and moving through and that's of course our main process of practice To understand, to witness our karma, our habits, our patterns, our behaviours, our psychologies, our attitudes and not get stuck in it. Move through, breathing in, breathing out, may we be well. Everybody breathes in, everybody breathes out. Everybody, yeah, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. The rest of it is gravy, it's garnishing, it's additions. So, there's a simplification down to what is really, really essential. And so, meditation again gives one an essential orientation movement of the body, breathing in, breathing out changeability of perceptions and moods witnessing that central focus stay with that whatever it takes to allow things to rise and pass and to see it, to witness it to be with it and not get moved by it this is the orientation of meditation Banya, discernment is to understand certain crucial uh, features the inconclusive or dukkha the unsatisfactory, the inconclusive natural experience we are always trying to tidy up get things finalised, finished, neat, settled, comfortable happy, agreeable, peaceful, sweet, kind, sorted out and it doesn't happen just about there, and then everything changes. So whether things are painful or not, they're always inconclusive and something just feels something's going wrong. It should be more settled, orderly, steady, come to a conclusion, and it doesn't. We are the unfinished. Things change, and instead of there being a person at the center of our life who's trying to make it all work, there's awareness at the center of our life which doesn't need to make it work. And that's to know the difference between the two between the, the personal world, which is stress pressure, disorientation, holding on and the world of awareness which is open, spacious, free that takes practice, practice of panya discernment So um, I think before we take the precepts it would be good to pay our respects to the shrine and we'll begin with a short salutation so of course we fundamentally orient around this room and this uh, rupa, this image of the Buddha as our teacher and we do this not just passively but actively so you deliberately participate in, in a ritual that means your voice and your body are activated in a particular way in a way of praise and respect, and you hear each other's voices, there's a certain harmonizing effect where everybody works together around this simple ritual, and that's the value of ritual. It gives us a chance to everybody to be together in a way that's not personal, in a way that we can all begin to relate to, and we can all take something back from. Buddha, awakening, Truth, reality, and sangha—our community of practice. Now, the group we have here—we are now a sangha, or we're working towards it.